Tall poppy syndrome. Tall poppy? What? Okay. You're a short... You, fuck, you're one of the shortest poppies I've ever seen, pa- pal. <laughs> you're talking to a tall poppy. <laughs> one of the tallest. Oh, my God. One of those skyscraper fucking poppies, baby. Huge you poppy. You just sort yourself out there. <laughs> Hello, handsome. You care for a rubdown? I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Something special is about to happen. Are you waiting to receive my lift penis? Very G'day, Rubbers. Welcome back to the Weekly Rubdown, baby. First potty, first rub of 2023. Oh, you know what it's about. We rub down everything NRL Supercoach Draft. You're listening to the season opener. I'm your host, Natty, and with me as always, riding shotgun in the rub mobile is the stats wizard, Walker the Weasel. Hello, mate. Welcome back. Natty, what's cracking, mate? Fuck, it's just been, pumped to be Christmas, back on the mic, dribbling Christmas, with you. New Year's, how good? Big, big off season. Um, coming back, coming back from um, recording um, in uh, well, heaven, I would say. Yeah, it was like studios. That was unreal. It was, it was. Um, Hopefully, unexpected. If you're listening to this and you haven't checked out us on YouTube, check our ugly mugs over there at Guru YouTube. Check it out. It's. <laughs> <laughs> that was we're, good. We're, we're three. We're three very rough heads. But, it was. Um, it was a good throw, mate. It was a good throw. Very, good very good chat. Plenty very more of that coming in 2023, guys. If you enjoyed us on YouTube, we'll be linking up with the guru down your way, Walker, in Sydney. I'll be flying down. Mm. Um, yeah, pretty regularly to to make this this Supergo draft show on YouTube with the guru. So yeah, get excited, no, it's, people. It, it's it's going to be fucking epic. Look, we, we haven't really tapped uh, the vlogging. Um, let's fucking get in there. Yeah, and if you're going to do it, do it so everybody, someone else does all the fucking work. Oh, exactly. That's yeah, yeah. that's sort of how I look at it. That's that's my life motto. Just waltz in, do it, waltz out, get 50% of the credit. It's exactly like I do sex with the missus. She does all the work. <laughs> uh, right, okay. Um, let's crack a fucking beer first. Beer on the potty, on the rub. For the year, oh, oh, baby, that's that's nice, that's nice. I'm fucking thirsty, bro. Oh, that's good. Oh, what are you on? Uh, I am on the side tracks. Lovely, it's the mid strength. Lovely, um, but it's a mid strength XPA. Fucking awesome, really good. Yummy. One guess. Get into it. It's it's from our our good mates out at Gage Roads. Lovely. Gage Roads Brewery. Give you get one guess when I'm on. The very the <laughs> mate, very best. The very, bads. the very best. The very best. Um. All right, mate. Let's warm up the tonsils. Oh yeah. Talk let's to me. What have you been doing? What have you been watching? What have you been listening to? Give the listeners uh some something to go so, check out. Well, uh, been watching the Witcher original origin series. You are a nerd. Um, you are the biggest is, nerd. Come on, Witcher's fucking epic. If you, <laughs> you haven't watched the, if you, have you watched the Witcher? Uh, first season. Witcher is is sick. Um, so this is this is actually the origin series of how the um, the universe is created. It's like Dungeons um, and Dragons. And yeah, yeah. Nerd. And, nerd. <laughs> Go on, mate. Superman's a nerd. <laughs> don't, talk, don't, don't be a hater. 
Don't be a hater. That's um, right. But it's only it's only four episodes, so fuck it. It ended before just as it was hitting its traps. So I liked it. But um, mate, apart from that, watched every single Christmas movie under the sun. I think Mrs. made me watch. What's your um, What's your favorite? That five times. What's your favorite Christmas movie? Uh, Jingle up, Jingle all the way is up there. Die hard. <laughs> Jingle all the not way. A, um, wow. Oh, yeah. Um, it's it's a good one to watch with the missus. It's the only anywhere towards action that she'll watch. So if it isn't Home Alone one or two, don't talk to me. Die Hard's not a not a Christmas movie, is it? Well. It, it's it's on the fence, but Bruce Willis doesn't do it. He well, Bruce Willis said it isn't, so we have to mm. listen to Bruce. Yeah, it just happens to be over Christmas. Yep, mate. Um, I, I I've been big on the podcast. Obviously, I'm huge. Um, it's an NFL season for me, so you know it's mm. ramp, ramping up to finals coming in. Um, but I've been listening to a podcast called New Heights, and that oh. is with Jason Kelsey and Travis Kelsey. So Jason is a center for the Philadelphia Eagles, and Travis Kelsey, obviously, tight end for the Chiefs. Uh, brothers play for two different teams in the NFL. Fuck, it is a good listen. Just they talk shit. They talk about stuff that's happening in their teams. They bring on teammates like they had Patrick Mahomes on a couple of weeks ago. Oh, that's cool. So if you're an NFL fan, I highly recommend that podcast. That's fantastic. Um, so I've just been NFL, bro. I, I listen to about eight or nine NFL podcasts to do with gambling and, you know, previews and whatever. Oh, I dive right into it. So, and... Nice. My team, the Texans, coming dead fucking motherless last. But there is a silver <laughs> lining because we will get the first draft in the 23-24. Um, Sounds like you need it. Yeah, we do. We do need a quarterback. <laughs> so it's going to be a good uh, – it's going to be interesting for, for me because, like, it's not – the draft's not inter- interesting for me unless you get a high pick. And we've got number one. So yep, yep. it's going to be good. Um so- yeah, um, go. I, I was going to say uh, I went. I went to Newey, um, caught up with family and all that, and then I went camping. So I was a bit off the grid for for a good solid week. Um, yeah, I don't know why you camp. Wasn't... I don't know why you camp. I don't know why anyone camps. Camp I, I, camping I, I doesn't it. make sense to me. It. I love it setting up because setup's easy, and you get a couple of good days of, of sun and all that. And we got rained on pretty heavily a couple of nights. And my god, when it gets muddy, there's nothing worse. Bro, it's I'm that guy. Good. I'm that guy that's in the cabin about 10 metres away from you <laughs> with my feet up on the railing, just cracking tins, watching idiots like you fumble around with their fucking tents and their fold out this and their set up this for a couple of hours. I've, mate, I've sunk six to eight tins and I just retreat on in, into my maid bed. Thanks very much. And then when I need to go home, when you're trying to, clean everything and you're hosing this off and trying to fit everything back in the car because you know it doesn't fit back into the fucking car the same with the it trailer. Never does. It never does. Everything grows, you know, 50 yeah. mil. It never works. Yep, yep. And you watch them and you just go, oh, oh tr- Trust never. me, not everything grows 50 mil. Right. <laughs> you wish. You wish. No, I don't get camping. I'm a glamper. I'm all about the glamping. I, I, and I'm not afraid it. to I, say that. I, I love it for probably 50 to 60% of the time. And then the, the, the pack up, the clean up and all that sort of stuff is just where it just grinds my gears. And yep. then that's the only reason why I can only do it once once a year. No, thanks. Not for me. Not for me. It has begun. You can feel it, can't you? Nerves and tension meet excitement and hope. Last season, now just a memory of the 
business moment. A new tale begins right here. It has begun! Fuck yeah, bro. Let's do this. Oh, let's do this. Let's get on with a rub down. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, let's do it. I'm pumped. All right, let's get into... We've got heaps of sort of back of house... Uh, Things to talk about, setups for the year. Um, first one being that this year we will be starting a Patreon. So we'll be starting a, a subscription service where you will pay $5 a month and you will get access to all of the stats that we use for all of our content to do with Supercoach. Now, I myself, are, I'm really proud uh, of what we have created in that sense. Mm. I'm proud of what everything that we've created, the podcast, our content, our pages, everything, um, but especially proud of this, and I'm proud of you, Wooker, because you've done all the hard work with that sort of back end of the stat stuff. When I think about the weekly rubdown as a whole, I view it as I'm up top steering the ship, you're down in the gully, next to the furnace (laughs) shoveling coal into the furnace with the fucking beads of sweat dripping off your huge bonce and you're just shoveling stats into the machine and i'm steering so that's how i view it uh and the fucking ship doesn't move without those stats getting thrown in there and it's a huge part of what we do uh and i think we've gotten to a point now where these stats are invaluable to um, and it is, it is a bit of a catch. point of difference as well. 100%. There, 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 it's there, huge. There isn't, there isn't anyone else doing this sort of stuff. No, um, there isn't. There isn't. And that's not that not, that's not a brag. That's just truth. No one else is doing this sort of analysis on Supercoach. And now we are providing Nothing's going to change. You'll still get the two podcasts, the Waver Wire podcast. You'll get the Matchups podcast where we, uh, we talk through those stats game by game and give mm. our opinions um, and sort of translate those stats into a podcast and you'll get all that again plus the Chase Your Losses podcast plus all the content we put out on social media but if you want to you have all that for free and then you want to go back and check you know those Specific stats you said and, and, get, and get it yeah. and get that fucking stat black and white in front of you on your screen it's $5 a month and and we did and this, can, and you can access access us with like DMs and stuff like that. So we'll be we'll be funneling through um, like specific questions about teams and trade scenarios and all that sort of stuff, um, all through Patreon. One hundred percent, and that's probably the only thing that will slightly change is we will prioritize questions and stuff from Patreon and subscribers for the podcast. Um, but again. DMs are always open on all of our socials, and you know us. We get back to everyone eventually, um, mm. and we answer all the questions that come through. It just might be that we'll, we will uh, prioritize the questions from the Patreon on the podcast. Yeah. But and, th- and another thing, so you'll get all that, all the stats, and I'll, I'll throw to you in a minute, Walker, about everything that we're, it's going to be available as a member. But the other thing is, every year we get people that contact us like, where do I send this carton of beer? Where do I you know, send you some money for the work you did through the year? And I always go, don't worry about it. You know, It's too hard to work out. Um, and this is it. Like, It's $5 a month. That's like shouting me and Walker a fucking pot of beer to share with two straws a mm. month. And if you think... The gear that we put out and the effort that we put in throughout the season is worth a pot of beer for us to share every month. Then bang, that's what it is. If you don't, that's fine as well. No and fucking it's, it's shade. A, it's it's a dip in and dip out situation as well. So you're not locked into anything. Yeah, um, have a you look. You don't like it, get the see, fuck see, out of see, there. See if the info is what you what you want. 
If it's not, then... I promise you, though, this, this these stats will help you win comps, both in draft and classic. Now, Wooker, can you please tell the rubbers what's going to be available as a weekly rubdown Patreon subscriber? All right. So initially we have positional rankings. So we'll have that for both season average and for the six-round average for your form guide. So that'll be for your, um, your attacking stats, so score, points scored. Um, for the specific position, so what side of the field they play and all that sort of jazz. Um, but also, more importantly, um, the points allowed, so defensive. So this is really where um, where we hit our stride is we can identify where points are being scored and what side of the field they are being scored. So it really helps to target what players you want to play up against a certain defense defensive frailty. So we've also got the positional matchups. So this is where we've got... Um, our rankings of the matchup, um, rankings of the positions, and then have the matchup that they have that week. So you can really target who you want to play, especially for CTWs. It's really good to to stream your CTWs and use that as a bit of a guide to um, to see who you're going to sit, who you're going to play, but also for your captains and VC options. Then we, um, one of the things that we've developed at the last end of, back end of last season was team matchups. So this is this is the real real good gear that um, that this people is use. This is the so sexy gear, people. Every single every single match will have a matchup for each of the players who they're up against, um, how they perform, how they defend um, from a supercoach perspective, um, and that's going to be up, updated every week, and that's going to be both season average. And six round average form, so you can see a bit of a difference in in the two there. Pick which one you want to you want to take as gospel, and then move make your make your moves from there. Also, we'll have the strength of schedules, so we have like a raft of different strength of schedules through the season. So we've got a quick start, which is rounds one to eight, down together. We have what we call the battle of midway, which is like the mid uh, mid part of the season, which is round nine to round fifteen. The run the table, which is your run into the finals, which is round 16 to round 22, and most importantly for the finals. So we've got a heap of groupings for the finals from round 23 to 27. Um, and, yeah, it, it, these ones are based on your season averages um, because, yeah, form, form fluctuates throughout the season. So it's really going to help you plan trades, your flips and fetches, but also for your captaincy options moving into the finals. Um, not only that, finals. like you've got the team's strength of schedule, but when you dive into it, what you'll find is you'll have the strength of schedule for every position available. Oh. So you'll be able to see the strength of schedule for the Storm in whatever you want, quick start, battle of midway, run the table finals, whatever. But then you'll also be able to look at Ryan Pappenhausen. What's his strength of schedule specific to fullback and this run that he has up against defenses that defend fullback? Yeah. That's how specific it gets, guys. It is. I mean, if the blood isn't rushing down to your member right now, <laughs> you're a fucking robot. Uh, I mean, it, I was tapping it down with a cold spoon. When I it together, so. um, and in a bit of a first, like we've never really done this analysis before. We've we've got home and um, home and away games, and had a bit of a dive in last season to have a look at how teams performed in um, at home versus how they perform in away games. So. For some, for some teams, it, they obviously home track bullies um, and other teams, they just travel really well. So um, that'll help us as we go through the season. It's a very form-based um, assessment. So we'll be doing the six-round average on those um, once we get to about six rounds and then uh, that'll be updated weekly as we move forward in the season. 
Um, and then, yeah, we've got the preseason analysis. So all the stats for the um, for the strength of schedules, the pre draft the the, um, the lists for top thirty, and a few other things. But also some templates that we pulled together. Um, so Supercoach Survivor and and a few other things that um, that people can use um, if uh, if they want to um, just to enhance their Supercoach experience. 100% bro. And I mean, that's a lot of dribble, guys. I don't expect you to understand all that. But get on, have a look at the Patreon, subscribe. As Wooker said, it's a dip and dip out if you want. You go in there, you go, fuck, this is too much, or I don't like this. Get the fuck out. That's cool. No shade. Don't care. But once you're on there, each page has a really good explanation about how you read those stat sheets and how you can apply them into real-world situations. You know, with all that going, a real-world application could be, you know, you want to you want to you need to win a game coming up right so you're looking at some ctws for matchups so you go on there you have a look at some guys that are on the waivers and free agents you look at the the game schedule the matchup there you look at these guys who's got the best matchup what that specific position has where that team has the matchup where in the field left right middle where the specific matchup is for positions. And what that, that's going to do is that that's going to give you an in-depth look at the guys that are available on the free agent that other guys won't. So you might get a steal. You might get a, get a guy that's sitting there, free agent, that you haven't had to waiver for, that's sitting there because you've been able to read the stats, right? Uh, another mm-hmm. one, strength of schedule is perfect when you're formulating trades. And this is also good for classic as well. So if you're looking at guys that you need to bring in to make you money, Strength of schedule is perfect. You're looking at you know the next eight rounds. You can have a look at the strength of schedule. Someone offers you a player. Look, you, you dip in to the Patreon. You have a look at the strength, strength of schedule, and you go, look, he's coming up against some tough opposition here. It says his strength of schedule is shithouse. I'm not going to do the trade. On the other side of the coin, you look at it. Fuck, look at his final strength of schedule. He is going to kill it. His team's got a good strength of schedule. His position's got a good strength of schedule. I'm going to take the trade. So it's just information and information is power in Supercoach and that's as simple as that. So yep, pretty excited about this guys. Um I know it does sound like, you know, we're sitting here selling you. We are. We're fucking yeah. we we are selling something. There's something there to be had. And like I said, if you don't want it, that's cool. Everything else is not, nothing else changes. You're still gonna get the podcast. You're still gonna get heaps of content on the socials. Um you're still gonna get access to us on the DMs. Um everything's the same, but we're just offering a little bit more. Um, yeah. which is really exciting. And look, on, on the podcast, we can only really scratch the surface of, of what information we can get oh, from. Bro. And you can fucking go yeah. around in circles and circles trying to yeah. talk about this. I mean, we do. We literally confuse each <laughs> other trying yes. to translate these stat sheets. So, And once you've read it a few times and you've applied it to the games and stuff and you get used to it, you're like, okay, now I'm getting it. The blood's but flowing. It, but, it's, but especially if there are any questions for how to read certain things... We're, we're definitely there and we will respond very quickly just to help you out. Hundreds. Um, so you know what you, you're actually looking at. Yep. Love it, bro. Love it. All right. Um, yeah. Again, any questions about that, DMS, we will um, we'll help you out. That Patreon will be going live uh, shortly. Very yes. shortly. Uh, all right. So another thing I want to touch on before, we're going to do our top 10. 
um, in a minute, talk about top 10 picks. But before we get into that, I just want to talk about draft as a whole. I do this every year. Um, I talked a little bit about this on the Guru Excellence special on YouTube, just about how I hate that whole classic versus draft. I think it's a fucking shit chat. Um, and it just seems to be a thing where people are like, no, I do classic. No, I do draft. Um, let's normalize being a mad cunt. Can we please? And play both. Let's just play both. You should be playing both. If you're only doing one, you're doing it half-assed. You're an absolute coward. And I can't put it any simpler than that. Uh, and I know what you're thinking. You're probably sitting in your mum's spare room. You've got one hand on, on your, your flesh stick and one hand on your fucking joystick playing Call of Duty or whatever you fucking kids play these days. And you're like, I don't have enough mates. This is where we come in, baby. Yeah, DM us. Exactly. Comment on some of the content, whatever. Say, yeah, Natty, I'm keen on getting in a league. I'm a rookie. Um, can I jump We're in a league? We're all about connecting like-minded individuals. Mate, so. I, put, I, I think we put together like nine leagues last year, mm, right? Yeah. So if you want to jump in, give me your name. Give me your experience level. Like, do you want to be put in with other rookies or you don't care? Do you want to put it, be put into cash leagues? You know, there's people I can put a cash league together. If you're a Sheila, please jump in. We love the ladies. 100%. Let's go. If you want to be in a, a ladies only league, I love this. If oh, you want that's to, a good one. If you want to be in a ladies only league, tell me. So I'd love to be with some other like-minded ladies and I'll see if I can put a Sheila league together. The rubdown's very first Sheila league. I love that. So just get in contact with us. You should be playing both. Like if you've always played classic and you're always like, look, it's a solo game. And don't worry. Look, I get it. I'm a degenerate gambler. I get that you're playing for money. I The break-evens, uh, you know, everything that goes into classic, I love it. It's good. It's great. But you should be playing both because- it's, it, it, like, it adds adds a dynamic whether you're just playing draft and you haven't played, you don't play classic or the other way around. Playing both has two different dynamics to the um, the super coach experience, and hundred uh, like, percent, they're both awesome. Hundred percent, hundred percent. So, if that's the only thing that's been holding you back is that you can't find mates to to make a league, then now you don't have an excuse. Just yeah. slide into those DMs, baby, and we'll sort it out for you. I promise, and you Definitely. will not look back. You will not look back. And that's what we—that's we're all about here in the rub down. We're all about growing draft, not pulling classic down because we both play classic. And the rub down will have a team in the beers and break evens comp. Don't you worry yep. about that. We'll be fucking playing to win in that bad boy. Um, yep. We just prefer draft. We play both, but we yep. just prefer draft. So get amongst well, we the guys. Start, we, we started on draft, so we, yeah, we yeah, got a exactly. finger on the pulse with it. That's it. All right, bro. Let's get in to the top ten. So what do I find out, man? What do I find out? There is no Pepe Silvia. The man does not exist. Okay, so I decided. Oh shit, buddy! I gotta dig a little deeper. There's no Pepe Silvia. You gotta be kidding me! I got boxes full of Pepe. Now we'll say we have worked out our top thirty, and this will be an ever fluid top thirty. But that top thirty will be available on Patreon. We'll let, talk about our top ten right now. And look, you'll be able to pick out what our top thirty is throughout these podcasts we talk about. We're gonna go through all the fucking positions as we always do, and you'll be able to work out who we like in the top thirty anyway. But if you want to go see it in the list black and white it will be on patreon but let's mm. get in a, into our top 10 bro first up nathan cleary pick one yeah i've got no pushback on this like yes he got outscored by nico um last season um i just think that cleary's got so much growth yep. um in what he averaged last season um and i think with with appy gone i think there's going to be more responsibility 
um, on on Cleary to actually perform. And, I mean, he's got it in spades. We know what he can do. Um, we know what Penrith can do. So, yeah, I've, I'm, I'm happy with him at number one. And he had a bit of a disrupted year with injury as well. Obviously, yep. started the year um, coming back in round four. Then he had a bit of a layoff towards the end of the year. You know, didn't play after round 20. Um, so, in saying all that and still averaging 80, that's fantastic. Mm. Love and his it was, run. It was a relatively, relatively lower scoring season than it was the year before. Yeah, 100%. So we, they've gone from averaging over, over 100 a number of players to top average was, I think, was it Pappy at like nine? I mean, averaging 90 over a number of games. Yeah. Uh, I mean, in all honesty, like it's just a, a no-brainer for me. Yep. Um, round 23, they play Melbourne. Then it goes Manly, Gold Coast, Parramatta. Love that. Mm, it's a good run. Yep. So that makes it even better for me for Nathan Cleary. Pick two. It's our boy, Nico Hines. And how things have changed here for Nico Hines, because I, I don't know if you want to take him, your mind back to last year when we were sucking Nico Hines' dick all the way down to the Chewy Centre and everyone was going, nah, 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 nah. What, what have you got? Pick 11? Nah, that's crazy. Now we're talking about him as a pick one, pick two. Mm. <sighs> it's good to be right sometimes, Wooker. It really is. I told you so. I told you so. I told you so. It's, it's, it is tasty. So... Averaged 86. Um, and again, the Sharks it with a, a very a sexy top. strength of schedule in the finals, which is lovely. Second best strength it, it of schedule. Top, top halfback. Top halfback last season. He will lose that fullback dual eligibility, which is a bit of a mm. kick in the dick, but can't have everything. Uh, round 23 to 26, South Gold Coast Cowboys Newcastle. Obviously, South and Cowboys, a little bit of harder matchups there, especially the Cowboys. But to finish yeah. on Newcastle is very nice. Um, but I don't think it matters, especially with these guys that we're talking about up here in top five. They are they, they, they score they score against anyone. They're matchup proof. It doesn't really matter. Mm. Obviously, it helps if they're coming up against some poor defenses. But um, I'm not too worried about them. I think Nico is a clear number two. Yep. No, I agree. Now, this is where it gets a little bit murky in the orders. Now, we've got Turbo at three, and I just still love Turbo. Uh, I, I Two years ago, when everyone was scared about his injury, he came out and averaged 10,000 for the season. <laughs> so yeah. I've got that in the back of my mind, whereas like I just don't want to doubt him because I know he can come out in round one and score 140 off the top. Bang, straight away, and everyone go, mm. oh, fuck. I, I, had, I had pick three, I had pick four, whatever, and I let him slide. What did I do? Do you know what I mean? So I just have to keep him there. Um, yeah. It's just, it's, again, it's the biggest Supercoast draft gamble, isn't it? Because the risk yeah. reward is so high. It's a huge risk, but the reward is just so high, and I think it's worth it. Uh, are you are you a little bit concerned that he's already got he's already on the injury wobbles, and we haven't even got really fully into the preseason? Yet? I think at the moment you've always got to be concerned about Turbo's injuries. I mean, it's the number one concern, isn't it? But that's the thing. Like he could come out and average one hundred and forty. Yeah, and he can he can quite literally do that as well. Um, yeah, look, uh, there's not there's not really a heap of pushback, but I, I swear three, four, and five. 
you could have them in any order and I wouldn't really push back. Yep. Well, and th- these two guys, so Turbo and the next guy we're going to talk about, Ryan Pappenhausen, I really want to chew Brian's ear off. The NRL physio, I really want to mm. dive into these two guys. I'm sure he knows it's coming when we do our preseason injury well, rub. He hasn't even started running yet. Yeah, it's wild. It is wild. And nine both of months, these guys are... Mu- no, is it six or nine months? Six six months Yeah. after doing it. But both, both of these guys are just... What did you say the other day? Interplanetary. Oh, I like, yeah. I like that saying. They're both interplanetary because their scores mm. just go through the fucking roof. But both of them, huge concerns about the injuries. Yeah, so big time. at the moment, we've got them at three and four, Turbo Pappy, three and four. But until we talk to Brian, and I just really want to fucking dive in to these two injuries, obviously with the hammy again with Turbo happy with that kneecap and just see what he's got to say about him because mm. obviously we all do put a lot of trust in Brian and he's always on the money the physio. He is, he is. it's always one of the better better catch-ups because it gives us a um a what what to what to do and what not to do yep and look if he's down on those two guys then the next bloke here at number five Teddy just skyrockets back up to three yeah. where he usually is in drafts Finished the year in 79, which is a little bit low for his standards, but Absolutely, the Roosters yeah. did have a bit of a turbulent season. They went, they definitely underperformed from what everyone thought they were going to do. Mm. Um, and I think maybe everyone was just putting a little bit too much expectations on them, maybe a little bit early, maybe a year early. So I think yeah, this year yeah. could be their big year. We were, Great we finals. Were def- we were definitely too. massive on them. Yeah, uh, before the before the start of last season, and look, didn't happen. Um, but look, I, I I do think with the addition of Cheese, with um, well, I was going to say um, Watson with the second season, but it looks like Watson might be out for a long term injury. Yeah, uh, he picked that up. Uh, I think today or yesterday at training. So, but you got Manu playing. He's playing his dick off. You've got oh, um, yeah. Lindsay Collins, second year back from an ACL. He's going to be better for the run. Um, Suwali, another fucking year, another preseason oh. under his belt. He's going to be isn't, bigger, isn't better, he, stronger. Isn't, isn't he just a mate? He's a walking, talking hard on that kid. Um, and uh, you can clip that up, and that's yeah, that came out wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but I stand by it. I, yeah, I stand by it. I stand by it. <clears throat> Fair play. So um, roosters, big on the roosters, big on Teddy. I think. Five is where we've got him just because Turbo and Pappy have such interplanetary scores in them. I'm going to keep saying because it's such a yeah. good call. Um, but if their injuries are a concern, then I can see Teddy getting bumped up to that three. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I, I agree, mate. Um, next guy. Now, we'll talk a little bit about this next guy. It's Latrell. We've got him at six. Um, average 85 Souths have the ninth best strength of schedule. Uh, the reason it's a very big talking point here because it's hard to and it's hard to rank this top thirty because there's so many scenarios that you're trying to sort of account for, Ultimately, right? Yeah. So you're accounting. We're trying to account for where's your uh, finals rating here like where is your finals twenty three to twenty six or is it twenty four to twenty seven? If it's twenty three to twenty six, Latrell. He's got a buy on your grand final, so you might even want to let him fucking pass by. The other thing is, yeah. is your league a uh, trading league? Do you get trades over the line regularly in your league, or is it like our league where no cunt wants to trade with you? And if that's the case and no one cunt wants to trade with you, it's probably not worth getting the troll at any yeah. pick, to be honest. So, Well, the, the, only, the only other scenario you could is if you're in a betting league 
rather yep. than a trading league. And you could well, not many of those as, exist. As, but, um, yeah, true. Not many of those exist. You have to be fucking, you have to have a fair set of kahunas on you to have a betting <laughs> league. Um, so, yeah, look, it's hard. Oh, we've got him at six because he's a gun. 85 mm. average last year. I, I had him. He, I think he was, was fantastic. towards the end of the season. He was averaging 90. Bro, he was he was a captain set and forget every every week, and he was winning me matchups mm. single handedly. Um, he's amazing. And to be honest, if he oh, didn't he have that buy, if he didn't have that buy in 26, he'd be he'd be up there around that three four pick for me. He'd be higher yeah. than Teddy. Um, but just yeah, just with that buy in 26, it is a he's, he's huge also, kick in the dick. He's also not played above, I think, 15 games in a season. Yeah, that's true. Like five Injuries, years. suspensions, everything. Injuries, suspensions, buddy, take the pick. Um, so, yeah, it, it, it comes with a layer of risk, but, yeah, the reward is there. Yeah, and do what you will with that. Like, you've got to make your own decision about, you know, where your finals land, Um whether you're a trading league, all that when you when you're considering the trail. Um, yep. Next guy, number seven, which he seems to be landing at seven every year. It's just where he belongs. It's Mad Dog. Oh, we love the Mad Dog. Mm. Had a fantastic yeah. season last year, eighty one, and we will be talking about the Storm's strength of schedule at nauseum in this preseason. Very much like we talked about the Sharks' strength of schedule last year. The Storms run in a few of these different strength of schedules is sexy as fuck um so that plays a big part with mad dog here they obviously pay, play the panthers in round 23 but then it goes canvas and george gold coast to end the year there in round 26 so i love that um mm. there's probably a little bit more responsibility landing on mad dog's shoulder again with some of the big heads leaving the mm. club the bromwich brothers um cheese so as well. Yeah, he so he's going to be lost massively. And whenever that sort of happens, when you know you need someone to step up, it is Mad Dog. Um, I mm. love it. He is he's that kind of player. When you fucking corner him, he's the most dangerous. Like yep. when you doubt him, he's going to be the guy that stands up. It's when the Storm are cruising and they don't need him and they're fucking flogging teams. That's when he, that's when he's not good. That's when he gives yeah. you shit scores. But when you've got a, a semi-struggling side where they're like, please, someone come save us, it's fucking the mad dog to the rescue, baby. So I like him this year. I like him because the Storm won't be the powerhouse that it has been over the last couple of decades. I think it's a bit of a changing of the guards here for the Storm and a lot of the responsibility to lead this side is, is resting on the mad dog's oh. shoulders. Firmly on his shoulders. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, 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 and I think, look, he takes that in his stride. And oh, it makes yeah, him hard. Uh, it, it He gets off on this shit. Yeah, yeah. Miss Goosey. Miss Goosey. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm loving the Mad Dog pick. Wouldn't move him from there. Happy yep. with him. Yep. Boom. All right. Then we get into... It just it gets harder and harder here. But we've got... For 8, 9, 10, we've got Joey Manu at 8... Ruben Garrick at nine and Isaiah Papali'i at ten. So we'll start off with Joey Manu coming off a career year. That's scary. That's always scary. Mm. Back in a guy coming off a career year. Um, average seventy six. As we said, the Roosters have a sexy strength of schedule, so that's always a tick. Uh, it it should be noted that 
the Roosters have their buys in and around the rep season, so don't expect Joey mm. Manu to play a lot of fullback. That was much fullback as he did last year because they just won't need him to because they've got the buy anyway. That's not to say, you know, he might play due to injuries or resting, you know. Oh, yeah. You know, that, you, that got, you got Walker and Kiri who are a little bit injury prone. So that may happen and he may slip into the the um, the halves there at some point. But we've got to draft him off him playing center for the entire year. Mm-hmm. And we looked at yep. his scores earlier and it was still sexy. It's still sexy as fuck with him yeah. center. Obviously not as great as him playing fullback or in the halves. He just seems to play... Not not quite interplanetary. But, yeah, uh, just plays wild when he doesn't have the four on his back, but still yeah. very good. Obviously, he's got that a little bit of that roaming license coming off a huge World Cup. It just seems like he's reached alpha mode. He mm. He's very, very hard to stop whenever he has the pill in hand. I'm not drafting him at a 76. I'm more drafting him at a 70. Like I think he can he can pump out another 70, um, and that that ceiling as well is lovely. I love the I love the Roosters. I love, I think they'll be very good. I think there'll be a lot of points. Um, I think that right edge is going to be humming. Uh, I, I would rather have a stack on the right for the Roosters this year. I think Suwali is going to be a big part of their attack. I think he's going to mm. feed off. Um, Joe Manu, I think you'll see Teddy sweep down that right edge a lot as well. So all signs point to Manu having another great season. And I think that's, he might almost operate as like in attack a second fullback. Yeah, hundred, yeah. hundred. Just and also just get into dummy half and scoot close along. Mm. Do your thing, baby. Score tries from dummy half. He's like the Look, second, it's, second it's coming like of Justin Hodges. It's like a one, two, three punch with him, cheese, Teddy, scooting from over half. Jesus. Fucking scary, bro. You wouldn't want to, wouldn't want to be defending against that. Fucking scary. So he's in there, um, and he beats out Ruben Garrick just because of the ceiling that comes mm. with Joey Manu, and it's huge. Or, or the, or the la- almost lack of And ceiling. he will also be Jewel as well, which is, as we know, with this buy schedule, Jewels have... They're all, they've always been gold. They've always been gold. Mm. Now, they're the fucking oh, Infinity guys. Gauntlet. Like, yeah. you, want, you want a full fucking glove full of DPPs. Yeah. Like, you, you're going to need at least half of your squad dual position players. You just I mean, need I, as many would, as possible. I would, I would be doing that regardless. Yep. But, I mean, it's it's oh so more important this yep. season. Yep, big time. Um, and then so we've got at nine, we've got Ruben Garrick, average 71. Manly don't have a great strength of schedule. Uh, mm. It's the 11th. Um, they play Sydney, um, Sydney City Roosters and Panthers in there. Uh, then they finish it up in round 25 and 26 with the Warriors and Bulldogs, which is not bad, but... Coming up against the Roosters and Panthers in a final series isn't great. Uh, we chat, had a little chat about Ruben Garrick before we started recording. Um, there's some weird whispers about him playing center. I don't buy it. And look, I, I can't sort of talk about him playing center until there's any concrete information. We're just going to talk about him playing wing. It's going and- to be really, really interesting to see how the trials go, whether he plays and whether where he actually lines up at. Yeah. I, I think it's wing until someone fucking tells me otherwise. Mm, and the thing yeah. is, he's a gun at wing because if he's playing wing, that means Turbo's playing. Mm-mm. And we love Turbo with that left edge sweep. He's a 
direct beneficiary of Turbo playing well. He scores so many tries. We've all seen it. Um, it's just fucking easy as anything scoring tries. And, off he's, a, and he's a Turbo. good goal kicker too. Sharpshooter. So we love that. But then all of a sudden, if he's got the one on his back because Turbo's out, he kills it as well. We saw him in a struggling mm-hmm. manly side last year, just putting up huge numbers. He was fucking unbelievable. Still scoring 100 plus in a shithouse manly side. So yeah. I don't care what happens here. I like it both for Ruben Garrick. If Turbo plays or if he doesn't, it's still all gravy for the Garrick. Yeah. The only the only underlying concern, and you, we've, we've mentioned it a couple of times now, is the potential for being placed at summer. Yeah. And don't worry about that until... I haven't even heard. You've just told. I'm just believing you that this is actually a whisper. No, nah, there's, been, there's been some. It. There's been some whispers about it. I'm not sure whether it was pre or post Desi getting the flick. Yeah. Um, so I can't yeah, see it happening. I, I really uh, can't. No, nah, and look, why break break something that, that that edge? Don't break it if it's yeah. if it's not broken. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm sure Turbo's going. No, no, no. Leave my boy out there on the edge, please. <laughs> exactly. Um, and then at 10, now this was quite contentious for us. There's probably three or four blokes that we can Oof, fit, there fit of, in. There was a little bit of back and forth. Fit here at 10. We've gone as Isaiah Papali'i. Now, 79. We, yes, yes, we do know that he's moved to the Tigers. Yeah. 79 <laughs> average from last year. We don't expect him to replicate that. Um, Tigers, they don't have a great strength of schedule in the finals, but I don't think it really matters for this guy who has a, such a high base. I mean, he's got like a 55 base. Um, yeah. for an edge back rower now the big thing for us and this will change if we get confirmation of what edge he's playing but we think with Bateman coming into the side that he will play right like he did at the Raiders which he'll be running off Dewey which means Isaiah Papali is on the left running off Luke Brooks we know Luke Brooks likes to use his edge back rowers We've seen it with Luciano Leilua we've seen mm-hmm. it with who was out there was it Garner Garner scored a Garner. few tries. Yep. Um, he likes to use them. He likes to give him nice short balls off his hip, close to the line, put him in space, isolate them with poor defenders. He's quite good at that, Luke Brooks, and I think mm. that will really play well with Isaiah Papali'i's game. Um, very hard to stop close to the line. We've seen it again and again at the Eels. Uh, he scored, what did I say he scored last year? Ten tries? Ten tries, yeah. And look, I, I think the addition of Api Kurosawa as well into the team, I think it adds a, adds a dimension into their attack, and it doesn't limit um, his transferring opportunities to come from the halves. I think he's definitely going to get a couple of those short short balls off the hip um, from um, from Appy as well, close to the line, trip it, barge over. How are you going? Yeah, yeah, and that's why we like him because we think he'll play left. Um, but if we get you know, news that he's going to play right, then we probably put Harry Grant up there in ten yeah. um, because I you know it, I don't think it affects um, probably his average that much. But it will be enough for him to drop out of that top ten. Yeah, and because the thing is, you know what you're going to get with Harry Grant. Same system, same team. Probably plays similar minutes. Um, you're going to get a sort of potentially, mid- potentially, potentially more minutes. Yep. he has gone. Yep. I don't know if that's good um, for his average or not. But I think, but I think that limits his his impact. Yeah. So his his, his attack attacking output drops. Yep. His defensive out, output lifts. The, the thing that we found with these two very similar. Um, as in super coach output, but we had Isaiah Papali had the lower coefficients variance, so he was more consistent with his scores, and he also had a higher base 
and a higher ceiling. Mm. So if all of that continues, then you've obviously got Isaiah Papali above, above Harry Grant, but Harry Grant is more of the safer bet, a consistent sort of week-in, week-out player. But Easy Corey Parker from years gone by. Oh, fuck, what we got over here? Just we popping the vino, baby. Got a little vac- vaccine on the wine. Love this. The wine's out now. We're, we're, talk- we're, talking, we're okay. talking top tens. I've got to get the vino out. Right? Let's go. Let's fucking go. Um, but as we always said, especially with the top 10, even the top 20, you have got to prioritize upside guys. And mm. Isaiah Papali is more of an upside guy than Harry Grant. But that is our top 10. Um, like I said, we're going to go check out the other 20 picks that we've got there for the top 30. Go check out the Patreon. But let's move on to our next little bit here. We're going to fucking get nerdish as we like to do here on The Rub. We like to talk stats. After evaluating millions of pieces of data in the blink of an eye. Ivan Glavin. We're going for some stat attack here. So I I dipped the tip in on the Guru YouTube podcast thingy. Just the tip, just for a second, just how it feels. But I'm going to go full throttle here. I'm going to go balls deep. I'm thrusting hard. I've gone through the top 100 stats here. Um, and it's top 100 averaging players. But you had to play at least 13 games. Oh, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. And this really highlighted a few things here for me. It was crazy, really interesting, really sexy stats. So we're going to go through each position here. After I talk about each position, you can chime in and tell me what you think about the stats. Mm -hmm. First up, hookers. We had four hookers in the top 50, making up only 8%. And those four were the only ones that averaged above 60. So you only had four hookers that averaged above 60. What does that tell me? It tells me that they aren't fucking worth your time. No. Cook and Grant were the only lads that you could argue for, say, a top 30 pick, and they scored above 100 together five times. Yeah. And, that, and, that's, and that's why pushing, pushing, um, pushing Grant out of the top 10, it makes sense. He's not your real high ceiling player. You're not getting your bang for your buck, but they're solid as fuck. No, and it just it just goes to show you that just don't get stressed out about hookers. Just fucking let them go. Um, if hookers start dropping, just relax. There was like there was ten hookers that averaged between fifty and sixty. Yeah, and you can get you can get them round five plus. That's mm. you know, round pick fifty plus. Have a look at hookers. Don't worry about them. Um, pff, nice little fucking segue into the next position. Front row forward. Don't worry about these cunts either. Just, just disregard. 11 front row forwards made the top 100. That's only 11%. Uh, only six averaged above 60. And that's because you had a few um, and you can DPP take, players you, as well in you there. You can take one of those out because Isaiah Papali yep, does it, not have... Exactly. So that's five. Um, mm. Disgusting. Don't care about them. Don't worry about them. And when we go through uh, front row forward... Uh, rub down. We're going to be talking about some guys that had forty-five to fifty averages uh, last year that we think can bump up to that fifty to fifty-five average. Some guys that have presented a lot of value that you don't have to break the bank break the bank on that you can get in sort of you know 
round eight, nine, ten plus. Mm. Those are the guys you want to be targeting. Don't fucking worry about them. Fill your team. They want to be your last sort of two starting position. The last guys you fill. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's enough. You've got bigger, bigger, bigger fish to fry. That's enough about them. Fuck those guys. Yep. Um, two RFs. Now, this is really sexy. Now, you've been a big mm. advocate for the two RFs for always, a lot of years always. here. Now, I've never been as big on them. I've sort of the last couple of years have sort of swayed down the CTW side of things a little bit. But these stats are changing my mind and my strategy for 2023. So 19 two RFs in the top 50, that's 38%. Huge. 38 in the top 100, 38%, 21 of them averaging above 60. That's mm-hmm. just, that's bulk. Yeah. That's bulk, baby. Um, most money, money for all right. Most of them are strike edge back rolls. Be careful there. You don't want locks. Locks, obviously, are going to be those guys. Yes, yeah. they might average above 60, but their coefficient variance is low. Their ceiling is low. Um, and those are the guys, yeah, you might you might want one of those guys in there pair, and then have two strike edge back rolls. Exactly how you have a normal team, you know, two yeah, edge yeah. back rolls and a lock. That's probably how you want to set up your super coach team as well. Um, targeting some strike to RFs. From picks 20 to 40, I think, is a really good move mm, in the yeah. current game. I think, you know, you you handle yourself, you know, you grab a fullback and a halfback, a fullback and a 5'8", and then have a look at some two RFs. Do you know what I mean? Like if... I think this, the, having this, and I've mentioned it a few times and I've mentioned it over the last few years, well, since we started, um, yeah, having a, having a strike to RF is important. Because they give you solidity because they've got pretty high floors typically unless they um, kick out. Um, and they'll give you that that high enough ceiling that you can give them as a, as a captaincy option each week. So guys like Lane, guys like um, um, Crichton, guys like um, well, Nanai even of last season, like these guys, they can have some high octane stints. 100% Nanai, Hudson Young. Bo Firma, David Feeder, they, they're all very, very sexy. And the thing is you yeah. want to look for solid base, you know, 50 to 55. And then with try scoring upside, you want them running off halves that like to use them. Those are the big yeah. things. A good base and then running off halves to, who know how to and who love to use their edge back rowers. Yeah. And you can see with last season that um, the, the, the Titans and David Feeder is a good example. They, they weren't able to unlock... David Fafita. And part of that was because they had a very inexperienced spine. Yep. I think I think Fafita's a really and we were speaking about this pre podcast. Fafita's a really good um, option for for having a pun on because yep. they've now got Foreign, they've now got Verils, um, they've got a lot more experience in their spine. That is gonna that is gonna that is going to show in the type of footy that they play. 100%. And we'll talk about this soon, but contract year for big Dave Fed oh, as well. Oh, yeah. There's a lot to be said. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of ticks in that. In that um, 100%. Expertise. All right, let's get into – I've lumped these two together because they're very similar. Halfback 5'8". Um, depth is just non-existent. For halfback, they made up 20% of the top 20 uh, and 12% of the top 50. For 5'8", five, five, it was worse. Only four 5'8s in the top 50 – and those four only ones averaging above 60. So there's really just two tiers of halves um, that you want, and you want 
you want some stocks in in one of the tiers here. So tier one, you would think Cleary, Hines, Mad Dog. Tier two, Dillbags, Moses, DCE, Hughes. You want some stocks in one of those guys. Yeah. You want to pick up at least. One I think of you them. want you want one top tier half. Yep. You don't, Whether you it be halfback, five go, eight. You don't want to go two of them because you're going to break the bank. Yeah. You're going to be using your first two picks effectively. Yep. And I don't think that you get a bang for your buck. Yeah. But you need one. Yep. That's what I mean. If you get a fullback and you get one of these guys, and then you go back and start targeting some two RFs, I think you you do. I think right. I think you, yeah. You go a half, a half or a fullback in your first pick, and then you, you dip in and get the other. Yep, for sure. Um, for me personally, I would probably rather take dill bags or reach for DCE or Hughes um, than take Grant because mm. I feel there's more value to be had at the back end of the draft for hooker than there is for those positions, halfback well, and 5'8". Well, especially when you consider you've got JMK, you've got um, a few other a few other players that will be coming out of the woodwork that are undervalued, like Cheese even, um, that in pre, if the pre-draft lists or anything you go by, he's going to slip a, a, a little bit further than he should because his 100%. average is up to shit last season. 100%. Ray Stone, does he keep the, the hooker jewel eligible there? He's going to be playing lock for the Dolphins. You know, If he gets yeah, 45 yeah. minutes, he's going to get you 45 points. You're probably getting the last pick of the draft. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? Exactly. Some picks like that, they just have huge value, whereas yeah, halfback 5'8 is just scary as hell. Yeah. So. Yeah, because you'll, be you'll be picking up like your Flanos or your Iliases yep. where we, we thought that that's what they they could um, do, but they're, they're dropping 20s, they're dropping 30s, and it's it's not something that you can um, you can keep for too long. Yeah, and that's where I, I, I'm fully behind people reaching for guys because that's – that's the difference. You got you got to think about what sort of value is going to be at the back end of the draft. So, all right, that's the halfback five eight. Very scary. Let's get into the CTWs. So, to my surprise, only made up thirty percent of the top one hundred. Mm. It's a little lower than I thought because obviously every game you've got eight CTWs out on the field putting up points. Um, but and when you compare to like um, your two RFs, you you've got six. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh. yeah. So. It's a big difference there for, you know, the the percentage-wise for top averaging players. Um, obviously, we're big on Garrick, big on Manu, mainly because they're DPP. We talked about that in the top 10. But after that, I really think there's a lot of value in your CTW's picks, sort of 45-plus. So, like, you yeah. know, mid-round five onwards in a 10-man league. Once you've got at least, say, two... I'm not looking at CTWs unless I've got two strike two RFs in 2023, to be honest. So once I've sorted some some red hot big alpha dick two RFs, then I might look at CTWs and say, what's there? What's here? And the way that I sort of view CTWs is, right, top eight teams, I need a CTW from a top eight team, and I need a CTW from that top eight team that is playing on their dominant attacking edge. So if mm. you were to look at Bunnies, it's an easy example, you would want someone from their left edge because that is their dominant attacking edge. Uh, for Storm, you probably want someone on the right edge for them. Um, and that's how I sort of view my CTWs. No good having CTWs that are playing on the edge that gets no fucking ball. They're out there yeah. with their dick in their hand, you're getting no points. Um, and then again, 
matchups are everything. Even the fucking CTWs that play for the top eight teams that are playing on the dominant attacking edge still have bad games coming up against poor um, matchups. So really yeah. good defensive edges. So you need to have your finger on the pulse for your matchups. And that's why these fucking stat sheets that we're going to be putting on Patreon are so invaluable because you'll be able to know this. You'll be able to mm. be ahead of the game and know these strength of schedules, know these matchups, and be able to sub in guys that have really good matchups and pick these guys up a free agents for nothing because you yeah. you, know, you got the knowledge. You should, you should really be having, I think, two options, CTW options on your bench to rotate through. Yeah. And that way, that gives you the flexibility to play um, to play or sit players based on their matchups. Healthy rotation. Helps you, helps your rotation. If you, if you can do it with jewels, that's fucking amazing because that helps you with um, the flexibility for injuries and stuff like that. Um, but look, sometimes it doesn't work out, and look, you, you can always dip in the waivers. That's it. And exactly. If you've got, if you've got players that are um, that are like a few CGW options that are lowies that you can get rid of without breaking the bank, it's fine. You dip into waivers. You have a few punts. And if you, if you have a punt on one of those, one of your um, bench CTWs and it comes off, you're a fucking genius. Um, if it doesn't, just have another crack. Like- every And every week, every week, if you've listened to The Rub for a long time, you know that every week we talk about guys that are below 35% ownership that have supremely good matchups in the CTWs. And we go, you need to go get this guy and start yeah. him up this week. It's a big start. So, yeah, rotation is huge. This isn't a new thing. Like, we're, no. we, we've, we've done it to death and we're going to keep doing it. Yeah. And I will flog this it, baby. It is, Don't worry about that. It's, it's definitely something that does bear fruit because, look, um, in our league, we definitely um, hit up the waivers often. And, um, yeah, especially with leagues where you might want to um, save your trade, save your waiver picks if you um, mm. last waiver pick the bottom. Like you need to be real strategic about when you want to actually use it. Get it in the freeze. Um, so get them on the freeze. That's it, baby. All right, let's get in the fullback. The big dicks, Oof. the alphas. Uh, fullbacks made up fifty percent of the top twenty. I, oh, I, I could Ferraris, aren't they? I could stop there. You know, like twenty-four yeah. percent of the top fifty, six fullbacks. Averaged over 70. The proof is the pudding here for the fullbacks. They are the raging hard-ons of the supercoach position. Um, yeah, look, you get one of these big boys, uh, the big guns, and you're sitting pretty. Yeah. Usually guys that win comps have a top-tier fullback in their side, yeah, especially I, if you play captains. I really think you need at least one of the top Five, maybe top ten fullbacks. You need you need one of the top ten fullbacks. Yep. Ideally, you'd want one of the top five fullbacks, but all of those top five fullbacks lie in the top ten overall. <laughs> yeah. So you Buckley's chance of getting that, especially in deeper leagues. But look, it, if you if you don't have one, you just need to have a really solid squad outside of it. Yep. Um And then you tie tie your horse to that. No, I agree. All right, mate. That's uh, that's my stat attack. Uh, what do you got for me for your? Uh, this would be interesting because fuck, who knows what you'll throw at me. <laughs> so, this was something that um, started to look at last season, and um, kind of went went through um, season long, and how how to look at the home versus away games and what the the impact is on the supercoach output. 
it was it was across the board it was it was weird to say um yeah it was it was very weird so across all of them there was probably no, no there was only three variances that were more than 10% so they scored more than 10% um different between home games and away games that was the knights the panthers and the storm surprisingly though um it, they all performed better away from home and substantially better away from home yeah right um, so the knights performed 13 13.3% more better panthers performed 14.5% better and the storm performed 11.6% better um across the board if yeah, if we're we're looking at teams that over 5% so you're looking at Cowboys perform better at home, Dragons perform better away, um, and then you're looking at Roosters perform better at home, Sharks perform better at home. Looking looking a bit deeper into the stats and and breaking it up into segments, it, it does look like form plays a big part in when play when teams are playing better at home versus when they're playing better on the road. Sometimes it will have to do with whether they have a string of games at home and a string of games away. Yep. So. Having having the finger on the pulse as to where when when teams are playing away versus when they're playing at home can have a little bit of an impact um, in certain positions that that have um, so one of the key takeaways was positionally the positions that have um, the biggest impact of playing home versus away are the fullbacks or CTWs um, so that's left wing right wing left CTW uh, left center right center. And both of the halves. The other positions, like the the two RFs, the hooker, the front row forwards, and the lock, there isn't that much variance in, in there. Um, not enough to to warrant further investigation. But, um, like for instance, um, the Broncos fullback position, thirty seven percent difference. They played better away from home, um, and majority of the team played especially in the um in the back five played better away from home than they did um uh, at home but going through we'll be going through a bit more in depth when we um going through mid-season and going through and, and investigating based on form rather than season long because that'll give us the a real key guide as to as to how these teams are actually performing we're probably going to extend it to um say 12 12 rounds so we get a bit better of a, um, a glimpse at the home games and away games because obviously picks um, just games for home and games away. So you're only getting half and half. So yeah, th there are a, a few key takeaways. You'd be um, you'd be looking at um, teams like the, the Panthers during sections where they have a few string of games away from home or I, I can't believe the Knights. Um, Knights were bad at home. Knights, Knights were terrible at home last so season, and, and it reflects in their in their Supercoach scores. But normally, they've been an absolute rocket home. So um, similar, similar to the Eels. So, like for I'm just trying to think for like a real world sort of because obviously this is all available on Patreon mm. and be updated throughout the season. So I, I'm feeling like this would be a really good tool to use in conjunction with all the other matchup oh, yeah, stats yeah. and everything and everything else. But you wouldn't it, use this in isolation. No, this is, but like this it, is just a, like a little... Uh, it might, might even sort of help you with your VC and captaincy options. I think so, yeah. And that and that's where it'll set it apart for teams that'll... Um, and you might look at it from an overall perspective because that'll feed into how the team performs. Yep. And then you might, might go, look, Panthers are playing away from home and look, 
if I'm going to put the captaincy on on um, on anyone, why not now? Yeah, I'll so you could be like, like right, Dill Edwards or someone like that. It'd be like, right, Panthers, they they play really well away from home. They're playing the Broncos, who looks like they play. They play then they or they play terribly at home as well. And then you dive yeah. into the positional matchups. You're like, okay, look, um, they they're attacking mostly on their left edge at the moment. The Panthers, which is really good mm-hmm. because the Broncos are defending really bad on their right. Then you dive in even further into that. You go, okay, where's the positional matchup? Oh my god, the fucking left center for exactly. the Panthers has the best matchup. It's lit up in green on the stat sheet. Captain's option, bang, and you, yeah. So you just go down the line of all these stat sheets, but, uh, but and also, literally bang. They, they, you, we're giving you the best start, the best captaincy yeah. option there. I think this is also really, really handy, just for as as a last last selection review for your plug and plays, and also your um, like your rotation for your your tourfs, and not so much tourfs, but for your CTWs. Yep. So if you've got if you've got two bench CTWs, this will help select which ones are actually the best best option. After you've had a look at the other stats and you can't really decide, this might be that last differentiated to to help help with that. It's also it might even be helpful for punting as well because you're getting a good look Ooh, yeah. at how teams perform on a whole. Because I know Supercoach stats aren't everything, but it is showing you that you know statistically wise they are putting in more effort away from home or at home. So it might be helping you with your punting as well. Like I'll be definitely happy with that. The one good thing is how we've set up the stat sheets um, for Supercoach, for the try scoring, it's already there. Yum. And it, it's already cal- it already pre-calculates and all that. I just need to put in the try scoring information. So, yeah, we'll have that. We'll have that to have a look at and see how we go from a punting perspective through the season and um, see if it actually bears a bit of fruit. Sexy, sexy baby. But this I love is but this is like the first time that we've kind of done it. So this, it is a work in progress. So it isn't the be all and end all at the moment. But yeah, we're just giving a bit of a taste at the moment just to see. Um, look, see if it, see if it can help. It's just one more fucking little feather in the cap. And that's this is the thing because it's look, it's, it's, we're it's like a, the it's old a blacks mate. It's all about the one percent. It's a working fucking machine already. It's up and rolling. The wheels are moving, and every year we'll be adding things in. Yeah. There'll be something new every year. Do you know what I mean? This year mm. is the home and away stats. Next year might be something else sexy. We don't know. We don't know what we're going to do next year, but it's going to be great. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> All right, let's get into another little thing that I love to talk about preseason, and that is off-contract players. Now, we know yes. that off-contract players just play better because they're playing for their next contract. They're, so, playing, for, they're playing for their future. Yep. So they're I went through how they pay, pay their mortgage. There's a huge list here. I've tried to narrow it down to twenty, um, no particular order, but we've got. I'll I'll read them out slowly, yep. and then you sort of let me know how you're feeling about some of these names. Yep. David Fafita. Huge. Adam Dewey. I think he's going to be wrapped up in the in the first eight rounds. Mitch Moses. I think they'll have to wrap him up soon. Like they were talking about wrapping it up before Christmas. Yeah. Jeremiah Nanai. Oh. Liam I'm surprised, Martin. I'm surprised that they haven't fucking wrapped him up. Liam, the, the, the great yeah, Liam Martin. Yeah. Daniel Tupu. Mike Sivo. With, with Liam Martin, the longer that they've waited to, to re-sign him, the more his stocks has grown. 100%. Yeah, They exactly. might not even fit him under the cap. No, I know. 
Daniel Tupu, Marcus Sivo, Joseph Suwali. There's some mm. top-tier top fucking... Suwali. Jesus. He's going to command a massive contract. Yep. Vic Radley. He won't move. He won't move. S- uh, Stephen Crichton. Ah, oh, there's already... there's already. He'll go somewhere, but... Bulldogs or something. Yeah, but he, like, he's, he wants fullback money. He's got to show that he's worth fullback money. Yeah, he's got he's got to play fullback to to get fullback money. Tyson Frizzell, Jesse Ramian, Will Kennedy, Jordan Rapana, oh, Rapana, Rapana, Sione Katoa, Jack DeBellin, Nelson Asafa Solomona. Um, oh, I did have Tessie New here, but he just signed. Nah, he's got he's got his contract. He just signed Jack Whiten. Yep. Luke Brooks. Brooks Day. Brooksy. So there are there's some fucking big names there that could be in for oh, some big mate. season. Who and who get, stands get, out for you? You can you can add a few in there like SJ, buddy, Brian Kelly. Um yeah. Look, the big ones that stand out for me are obviously Dave Fafita. Um, That's massive. That's I huge. think Liam Martin's pretty big as well. Yep. Um they they can't really sleep on that too much longer. Um, Stephen Crichton will want to prove his worth um, to to other clubs. Um, Jesse yeah. Ramey and even Jack DeBellin's interesting. Jack DeBellin would be on a fucking good wicket because he he was signed just before all that shit came out. He um, he was on he was on big money, like Blues money. I reckon he's going to have a huge season, Jack. Oh yeah, and he's and he's almost locked back in the lock spot. So I think I think he's got a lot to offer. Yeah, that's that's a sexy. I'll, actually, I'll put this list out on um, socials. This um, off contract list because it's very interesting. I, it plays a mm. big part. Um, it translates to Supercoach points as well. These guys will be ripping in, um, oh, and of yeah. course, we don't know when these deals are going to be made. Like you said, you know, they might lock up Adam Dewey before the season or Mitch Moses before the season. We they're don't gonna, know. They're gonna, I think Tigers are going to lock up either. Adam Dewey or Brooks initially, then I'll try to sort out their squad a little bit and then I'll lock up, try to lock up the other one. Yeah, but there's, as well as some names that might be locked up early, there's going to be some names here just going to be floating throughout the year, just playing. Oh, yeah. Playing. Oh, guys, like, guys like Dom Young and like really, really good players. But Matty Burton, would he take up the player option? He's already done, yep. He's, he's, um, he's done it? He's re-signed with the Dogs, yep, so he's fine. Tommy Flegler. Yeah, Tommy like, Flegler. There's, there's, a, there's, there's a number of big players that, yeah, it, it could have been, could been huge, huge upticks in their output this season. Yeah, I do love the off-contract players. Yeah. Um, Righto, what's next on the list here? Oh, Listener League 2023. Okay, I know, I know what you're thinking, guys. I really do. You know, fuck, you guys came last in your Listener League last year, like whatever. But... And the only way I can explain this is coming from like a punting perspective. It's really dangerous betting against good sides who have just been flogged the week before. Mm. Because you know what that flogging does? It switches them on. Yep. Recalibrates. Gets them focused. It's time to fucking put in. Maybe we went in last year a little bit fucking blase. You know? We 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 had a bit of a debacle in twenty twenty one. With, well, the, with the listener I, I, and I, 2022 we, we we wanted to run it right it's just a little bit of a hangover i think it was a lot of pressure on our shoulders to do it right had a hangover from that 2021 debacle um probably didn't fucking put our best foot forward if i'm honest in that draft 
Um, but uh, I think I think being fucking blind didn't help us. Yeah, no, but that's always going to happen. That will happen yeah. again. That will happen again. But yeah. you motherfuckers best believe that I'm coming correct in 2023. And as I always, say if you want to, you want to be the best, you got to beat the best. Yeah, and you're we're going to come in two barrels loaded. You're listening and- to him, baby. We're here. We're here. And of always, uh, <laughs> look, you're obviously playing for bragging rights. Talk to Hito. Mm-hmm. Hito won it last year. He's got huge yeah. bragging rights. We've got nothing to say to Hito. He has our number. He's got bragging rights forever and a day now yep, against yep. the rub. It's simple. We got shit no, to do, and we no. got shit to say to Hito. He's the man. He's the big dick in town. You want to be like Hito? Fucking got to get in the Listen League, baby. You're also playing for five cartons. The very best gauge roads, five cartons oh, yeah. of beer. It is delicious drop, delectable, mother's milk, the nectar of the gods. So you're playing five five cartons, fucking bragging rights, please. All you got to do, all you got to do, you get on to Apple Podcasts, go down there, put a five star sledge in. So you click the five stars. Has to be five stars to be eligible, and then give us your best sledge can be as brutal and as savage as you want. Actually, we would prefer it to be as brutal. Cut us, cut us to the bone. Get, mate, if you if you make me pause mid-sledge to think about what you're saying, you're probably going to be in. Like, if I have to go, ooh, fuck. That's, uh, like, if, I, if my breath gets a little bit deep and I'm a little bit I'm a little bit hurt by that, you're in. You're in, baby. You've made you it. You You've made it. Now. So, as always, we are going to read out some sledges at the start of each um, preseason podcast because I think that's always fun to do it live. Yeah. Um, and to be honest, if you get a good laugh out of us live on the podcast, you might even get put in the league right there and then. It happened a couple yeah. of times last year where we were just like, look, this cunt can't be beat. He's yeah, in. Yeah. He's in. Exactly. And then, of course, you just keep an eye on our socials for when we post up um, the winners. And then we haven't locked down a draft date as of yet, but it will probably be around sort of mid-February. Um, it's going to be a few, week, a, a few weeks out yeah. from season kickoff. Yeah. It might be a week before our draft. So maybe yeah. like the 20th of February, around there, whatever the fucking... And we'll have to work it out with everyone what date works as well. So, um, But the main thing is to get these sledges in. And they come in thick and fast. Don't worry, guys. And I know what you think. I don't have a fucking... I don't have an iPhone. If you don't know know someone with an iPhone that you can just grab, go onto the app and leave a sledge, then what do you fucking live under a rock? Like, where do you live? Seriously. <laughs> grab your sister's phone, your mum's phone, your dad's phone, your neighbour's phone, whatever. Jump on Apple. It's not an excuse. I hear that every year. I don't yeah. have an Apple phone. It's Excuses are like arseholes. Excuses are like arseholes. You can do it. Awesome I, can you get on your fucking laptop and do it? You probably can do that as well. Like, get on your laptop <laughs> and visit the fucking Apple thing and do a, uh, a review there. I don't want to hear your fucking bullshit. Just do it. Find a way. Find a way. Just get your fucking sledge in. And, pal, I'll kiss your boots if you can do it. But to be the man, you got to beat the man. And I'm saying, woo, right here. I'm the man. Um, I can't wait. I love these sledges. Jeez, they're good. Yeah. There were some absolute rip snorters last year. Probably the best part of the preseason. Yeah, it, it easily is. It is, and I. It brings me great joy that when I go on to Weekly Rubdown on Apple, 
and I go down the reviews and it's just sledge after sledge, just these real clever, long-winded sledges. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. Some of the best. I love it. Righto, guys. So that is our first hit out. Bit of a mixed bag there. We talked about some ranks. We talked about some stats. Um, we threw some off-contract co- players um, there. We actually, you know, we had that long-winded, fucking boring chat about Patreon. Um, but had to be done. It's out there. Get amongst it. Well, people need to know what, what's on offer. Exactly. Exactly. And I will post up some stuff on uh, the socials about the Patreon and what you're getting so you can reread over that bullshit. Um, what's to come on the any, rub? If you have any questions as well. Yeah, you just stuff. DM us and we'll explain it. Walker will explain it. I don't want to explain it. It's Walker's wheelhouse. <laughs> I don't want to deal with it. That's over That's over your side of the fence, pal. Yeah. Um, what's to come on the rub? So we're going to have strength of schedule, obviously. That'll be the next uh, podcast that we record. We'll probably do that tomorrow. Um, and just a heads up about that one. It is a fucking dribble fest. We're using last year's stats. Yeah. All of that could be blown out of the water in the first rounds. But... Regardless, it's fun to do anyway, and we're going to fucking do it. Uh, We're going to go through each position as we do always, starting with hooker, working our way through the list to fullback. And on those podcasts, we obviously have our categories of elite, gun, sweet spot. um, What's the other one? Bargain basement, Hail Mary, yeah, whatever they are. We go through everyone. We'll talk about some guys that are players and focus. And so each position will have its own podcast. Rub. Mm. Then we will do the Around the Grounds where we'll interview some guests uh, again and get their boom bust sleepers and some guys they're really interested in. That was a really good podcast last year. We got a really good yeah. vibe back from that one. We'll do our injury rub with Brian, the NRL physio. We will have our happy ending podcast with the guru. We'll revisit mm. our top 10, top 30, whatever we're doing there. We will record the Listener League draft. That's always fun. We'll do that live. Um, yep. And then we might do a podcast where we review uh, our teams after our Loveless League draft. Yeah. Well, that, that, that's going to be a very interesting one after after the trip away. Ooh, I, I, we did some challenge work today at the park with a few Oh, how'd it go? Yeah, it was good, mate. It's going to be vet. We added a couple of challenges. Um, added some challenges? Yeah. What, what were they? We've got this relay that we made. A so relay? I don't want to be paired with some fucking. Yeah, you paired with you paired with someone. I, don't, I can't can't remember who it is. Fuck but it, it's basketball. I don't know. No, no. So what it is you? So there's two of you. So what you'll start up with? You'll start up with flip cup. You know how you've got the cup on the edge of the um the bench mm. and you flip it up. You got to flip it up yeah. on its base. So you got to do that. Then your partner's got to do it. Then you have bounce. You got to bounce a ping pong ball off the table and into the cup. Okay. And yep. you got to do each of you there. You got to do that. Then you go. You got to throw one bag into the cornhole. So you go okay. until you get one. Then your partner goes. Then you've got to throw one ball into this bucket. You keep going okay. until you can do it. Then, oh, I like this. then you run all the way back and you scull a beer. Put the um, glass on your head. Then your partner does it. Time stops when your partner has the beer on his head. Right. I like it. Really? I, I like it. So as long as I'm I'm paired with. Someone's. I hope, you, I hope you. If I'm paired with, yeah, actually, if I'm paired with JK, that end is going to be like yeah. it'll just go yeah, forever. You don't want, you it'll don't go until next year. You don't want, you don't want. All right, that is the final siren. Rubbers, good hit out. You know, just fucking oh, shake the rust off. Oh it, mate, it was a bit rusty though. It's alright. We got there. It's alright. So if all we're gonna do is dribble, and that's something we're very good at. <laughs> We've made a career. Yeah. So. 
don't be a fucking dog. Go follow us on socials if you haven't already. Um, like I said, fire up those five-star sledges. Again, if you want in on a draft league, all you got to do is ask. Just ask me and I'll put you in. Yeah. Start sliding into the DMs and let's get these leagues happening. But uh, that's it. Oh, and Patreon. Go subscribe Patreon. to Patreon, please. Um, yeah. Look, we told you, you're going to get something yeah, something really, really sexy. Um, but that's it. Remember, there are many things a man can do with his time. And this is better than those things. You're damn right, Walker. Catch us next round on the Weekly Rub Day. You can take me down. have seen it all. Get that in here. Ta-da. 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 Ta-da.